The Crawford Stand, with the president of Crawford Media Group, Don Crawford. I am a born-again Christian. I do not believe in abortion. I think it is morally and biblically wrong. Biblically unacceptable. But, but, if my daughter was raped or the victim of incest, I would allow her to have an abortion. In fact, I would even encourage it. Encourage it. Those words were not mine, my fellow Americans. Not mine at all. They were from one of my fellow Christians, a good, dear friend of mine who is a very sincere Christian. His argument was seemingly well taken, for all discussion about abortion is theoretical, don't you think? Unless, unless it happens to you. It's otherwise hypothetical and doesn't exist in the real world for you, unless somehow or another the issue happens to you. And what would you do, father or mother, if your daughter became pregnant and would have a child born unplanned and even unwanted? What would you do? What would you decide if she came to you and said she wanted an abortion and even begged for one? What would you do? And what would you do if your daughter were raped and got pregnant? What would you do if she said, I do not want this baby? I have no idea who the father is. Would you allow me to have an abortion? And perhaps would you even pay for it? Would you? Or would you turn her down? And if she had an abortion, would you shun her? Would you ostracize her? Would you remove her from your family? Or worst of all, cease loving her? Would you? Would you? The real question is, are there any circumstances, my fellow Christians, are there any circumstances, any at all, where the otherwise brutal killing act of abortion can be justified? Any? Any circumstances at all? There are Christians who do believe that abortion can be justified, even biblically. I don't know where they get that. I don't know what their reasoning is, but they do believe that. So, in the event of rape, incest, or the life of the mother, or the life of the baby, abortion would be justified. Do you believe that? And would you participate in, or at least condone, the act of abortion for any of those four circumstances or happenings? Would you? Rape, incest, the life of the mother, or the life of the baby? If it happened to you or a member of your family, would you condone an abortion? Tough question. Easy to answer hypothetically, tough to answer in the real world. There are those who say just the opposite, that is, that no matter how a woman may get pregnant, the pregnancy should be carried to full term, the baby born, and if it is unwanted, this precious gift from God, given up for adoption, but but not killed, not killed in the womb, not destroyed, no matter the circumstances of conception, no matter, including rape and incest. Do you agree with that? Do you? Adoption agencies the country over are ready to take the baby born, care for it, and seek the right home. Therefore, this argument says, don't kill the baby. That is, don't abort 
the baby in the womb. Don't do that. God, they say, allowed this to happen. It was part of His will. And therefore, this baby, no matter how conceived, should be born. Do you agree with that? Do you? Again, do you look at that theoretically? Or do you look at that as something which has really happened to you or a member of your family? I think that is really a profound issue, is it not? Why? Why, says a family, and especially the pregnant mother, the pregnant mother-to-be, why should we suffer and live the rest of our lives with the results of this tragedy when a simple and safe abortion would end the matter? Why should we do that? More tough questions, don't you think? The words of my friend are haunting. My born-again Christian friend, and he is a strong Christian. Under any of those four circumstances, if pregnancy happened to his daughter as a result of rape, incest, or her life or that of the baby threatened, he would gladly condone abortion. He would, for her sake. Would you, if it happened to you or your daughter, would you condone it? Would you accept it if it happened? I really don't know what I would do if such a tragedy had happened in my family or to one of my daughters. It never did. Thank God for that. I suppose I would have many long and loving talks with her. I would make certain that she would consider biblical and moral points of view, and I would make certain that she would wrestle with the possibility of giving birth and giving up the child for adoption. But if she insisted on abortion— I really do not know what I would do. Do you? Do you? If your daughter, a Christian daughter, insisted upon having an abortion under any of those four circumstances, would you support her? Would you? Fortunately for most, for most of us, these questions remain hypothetical. The issues are theoretical because any such tragic pregnancy has not happened to us to anyone in our family. But one of those tragic pregnancy circumstances happens to literally millions upon millions of families, and it will continue to happen. It will be an issue which will never go away, no matter what the Supreme Court decides in the Dobbs case. And no matter what the states decide, what legislation they put in place thereafter, no matter the activities of Planned Parenthood, and no matter how biblical admonitions are interpreted, the issue will remain. The day may come when you or members of your family are forced to deal with abortion in reality rather than hypothetically. What will you do? How will you decide? For abortion, whether legal or illegal, will always be available. It'll always be there. If a woman wants to abort, the option will always be there, even if there is no more Roe versus Wade. Always. Always. Every American knows that Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey, those two cases, the hallmark cases for abortion, they may well be overturned by the Supreme Court in a June decision, Dobbs versus Jackson. 
Watch for that, my fellow Americans. Watch for it carefully. When it comes out, understand its reasoning, because preliminarily what the Supreme Court has decided, whether conservative or liberal, is very much constitutional. But that decision, no matter what it is, when it is finally finalized, uh, that will not end abortion. It won't. The matter will be returned to the states and the people for decision. Perhaps where that decision should be made in a democracy like America in the first place. Oh, would that there were men and women everywhere who would rise up and put an end once and for all to this abominable murder practice. But not so, for at least 24 states are poised to enact some of the most protective and pro-abortion laws and legislation ever, guaranteeing the right of any woman to abortion no matter what the Supreme Court decides. It will be readily available in any of those states and absolutely fully legal. Funny, isn't it? In our great country, while some states may treat abortion as a criminal act, which in my view it is, others will make it more available than ever. More available than ever. Liberal private enterprise will be involved. Like Amazon, for example. Amazon will cover up to $4,000 in expenses annually for any of their employees who need to travel to other states to access treatment for non-life-threatening situations, including abortion. Citigroup has already done that. Citigroup. Amazing. If any woman wants an abortion, if any woman wants an abortion for any reason, it will still be available even if there is no more Roe or Casey. The only difference is that it will not be a federally constitutionally guaranteed right, but it will be at the state level. But back to you and me, you and me. Do you view abortion theoretically, hypothetically, intellectually, biblically, morally, like I do, rather than in actuality, in reality, do you? That is really the easy way. For one can always change the mind, or an opinion, or a belief. But when a scalpel kills a baby in the womb, that is the real world hard at work, and there's no turning back, none whatsoever, none. Personally, I believe abortion is murder. I repeat that. I believe abortion is murder. I hate the thought of a young baby in the womb killed for no good reason. I would have a baby born, life created by God, no matter the circumstances, and deal with that human being out of the womb. But what would you do? That's theoretical. What, what would you do in the real world? And what do you believe? What do you really believe? And as you pray for the end of abortion, as I do, I surely do. Perhaps you and I should also pray that our daughter or any female member of our family who may come to us with an unwanted pregnancy asking you or me for support, we should pray that that never happens. And I wonder how you would react if someone in your family wants an abortion. 
and in fact gets one, would you support her? Would you? Would you help her? Would you understand? Would you provide her sympathy? Would you grieve with her? Would you pray with her? Would you? Would you? The views expressed here on the Crawford stand are those of the speaker, and Don Crawford would love to know what you think about the issue discussed this week. If abortion were to become a real issue in your life or the life of a family member, what would you do? Tell him in your email to stand at crawfordmediagroup.net. When you write, be sure to tell Mr. Crawford on what station you hear the stand. The email address again is stand at crawfordmediagroup.net. Mr. Crawford would love to hear from you this week. When you want to review what you hear, go to our website, crawfordmediagroup.net. The Crawford Stand is a public affairs presentation of Crawford Media Group and this station. Serving God and Country, I'm Bill McCormick.